Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Predetermined, a pro wrestling hangout. I'm your host, Garrett Callender. We're coming to you from Nashville, Tennessee in my living room. I have a very special guest on the couch with me today. You've seen him on IWTV. He was just on the fucking main page last week. Yep. So cool. Hardway heater. What's up, everyone? You're easily the most badass person to ever walk through my front door. <laughs> well, I mean, there was almost that chance that Nick Gage was going to walk through your front door, but. <laughs> and then I would have been like second. Oh, yeah. I, I'm sorry. Like, Nick Gage is always going to be the king. No, I get it. I get it 100%. Because even in my own house, if Nick Gage walked into my house, I would be the second coolest person to ever <laughs> be in my house. Well, I, I will say the, the house was previously owned by somebody named Suzuki. So who knows? Hey, you know what, Monero? We're, we're in your living room right now. If he, come, if he actually came in here, he might be more badass than Nick Gage. Ooh. <laughs> that's something uh, i wouldn't want to say to either of their I, I, faces yeah, yeah that is uh listen as the third coolest person that we've now talked about uh <laughs> i'm not comfortable saying that Minero suzuki is cooler than nick gage and i'm also not comfortable saying that nick gage is cooler than Minero suzuki uh the equal levels of cool can we call them equal levels of cool yes okay yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. also just fucking ass beaters Oh, yeah. Just, God. Two men that just absolutely scare the shit out of me. I mean, when I went to uh, to Wrestle Kingdom, he lost a match against Goto, walked right by us, and then slammed a chair right right near us. Almost hit my wife. It was like he, he felt the energy coming off you, and you're like, oh, God, I hope that Manira Suzuki doesn't attack me. <laughs> and he was like, I'm going to show him that I could. <laughs> <laughs> would uh like right now would you be ring ready to step in with Minoru Suzuki? Absolutely fucking not. Absolutely. I would have like a, my biggest issue would be is that I would be too busy fangirling be like, "Oh, Suzuki, will you sign this?" <laughs> and he'd be like, "We're wrestling a match." And I was like, "Yeah, but I also need you to sign this thing that I'm going to hang in my house forever." <laughs> <laughs> Well, you did actually just speaking of Suzuki and Nick Gage, you were the one that introduced me to Nick Gage. Yeah. You walk I said I was too afraid to talk to him. You walked me right over to the man. That motherfucker is the most solid dude in the entire world. Like like I had not been in very long when I introduced you to him. Uh and it never failed to happen but every time i've ran into him he goes heater my fucking dude every single time he remembers everyone's name he is just a wholesome amazing man all the way around and then goes out and beats the shit out of people <laughs> beats the shit out of them yet the night that you introduced me to him. I don't remember if he was beating the shit out of Marco Stun or Brett Eisen. Actually, I, Brett beat. Did Brett beat? Brett beat him for at sup, sup at sup for the Bone Storm. Um, it would have been which is a huge win, giant win. Um, so it would have been Marco because the next time Gage was back, it was him and AJ for the title. And AJ beat Gage, and then that fucker RSP came out and was like, "Uh, I'm like from Ohio or something." And fuck, uh, fuck Ohio. Like <laughs> that. If you go back, you can look at my face the moment that AJ beat Nick Gage, and my jaw is touching the ring. <laughs> uh, all of our jaws were touching the ring. Well, I mean, I wasn't around the ring, but. My jaw was on the floor. It was just—I I didn't have a ring to stop it from hitting it was, the yeah. floor. <laughs> Sorry, that was—it was a humble brag. I was sitting in the yeah, front. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I haven't done this yet. Even though Derek isn't here, ah, ah, that I'm not going to stop doing the claws. <laughs> I mean, they're great. <sighs> the greatest invention, possibly of the 21st century. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Oh, man. 
So what if, so you pretty much when you started wrestling, like really like going in and doing matches, how far was that like right at the beginning of COVID or had you already been going for a so little? So I, my first match was September 1st of 2019. Um, It was at Bizarro against Nick Iggy. I was in the room. Yeah, you were in the room. That was the very, wait, that was your very that first? That was my very first match. Very first match. No shit. Yeah. That makes sense why I, I traveled to Indianapolis for yeah. that then. <laughs> well, because you had also went up to, uh, you not Black Label, you had went up to Freelance. No. Oh, no, that would have been, was that like All Out Weekend? And I yes, was coming back that's what from it was. Okay, yeah. GCW Because I was thinking that stuff. it was like a, I knew it was a Chicago show. It was a Wrestle you, Weekend. Yeah. And then you guys swung through Indianapolis, watched my match, and who else? Oh, yeah. And uh, that was that show was. That was a good show. Crazy good show. I think that that had. I'm pretty sure that Gary J. Warhorse was also on that. I might be wrong about that. I know Gary J. was there. I know I, Manser was there. Oh, Shotzi. It, it was, I think it was Gary J. Tankman, which was a really great fucking match where they just beat the shit out of each other. That was him versus Tankman that night? I think it was Gary J. Tankman. Like, for that crowd. And then Mance. It was Mance. It was Mance. No, you're right. It was Mance Tankman for the Bizarro title. And I just, I just remember how thrilled I was to see Mance that night because the day before, <laughs> the day before when we were at All Out uh, in the parking lot, somebody gave me a pin uh-huh. and I, I hit the pin a little too hard. And I was, I just remember walking around the Sears Center being horrified of the amount of people and just saying to Derek, I need Mance Warner right now. He'll, he'll calm me down. He'll calm my nerves. <laughs> bringing that uh, that early 90s WCW energy just bring you down you just okay 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 that guy knows sting we're good we're good that guy knows sting <laughs> he knows old man flair cool 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 <laughs> so that was in September of last of 2019. 2019 god damn and then I worked somewhat through the end of 2019 and then all the way up to uh, my last match pre-pandemic was March 15th at SUP. I was in the scramble. Uh, oh, that was the, yeah, that was like the, the, the last, last show. show. Like that show happened and Bizarro happened that night. And then no wrestling happened for like three months. God. Like there, I mean, there like GCW did some like no crowd shows and stuff like right immediate immediately after, but for the most part, nothing. And I went like two to three months without without punching somebody in the punching face, punching somebody, elbowing somebody, throwing somebody up in the air, catching them, and then throwing them on the ground. <laughs> like I couldn't do any of that stuff, so but I just had to set up my house. <laughs> That sucks. Yeah, it does. It does. Especially when you get very used to throwing motherfuckers up and catching them and throwing them back down. God damn. You really are living like this Mad Max world. Like that's where you, <laughs> that you have started fighting. Mostly, most of your matches have been pandemic time, right? Yeah. Yes, so most of my matches have been pandemic time. So you get to sit at home, be mad that you're stuck inside <laughs> right and travel then, and go let that energy yeah, out. and go let that energy out on other people i'm in the ring with <laughs> uh yeah i mean because it was i mean it was one year and one month uh and this is just like a little side note a one year and one month after my first match i had my first death match I, when you told me you were having that death match and who it was against, <laughs> man, I was a combination of the most excited I'd have ever been <laughs> and fucking horrified for you, man. 
I you tell me who you were up against. It was the rejects. Yeah, it was the rejects. Which, Reed Bentley. Reed. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me hit him. Reed Bagad Bentley, John Wayne Murdoch, and the Death Samurai Akira. I had when you told me that I had just watched an Akira match. I had just become familiar with him. And when a dude carries a samurai sword to the ring, <laughs> you, uh, you you tend to be worried about your I, friends that are in the <laughs> ring with him. <laughs> hey, you know what? Uh, uh, Akira's KOBK, so we good. Oh, is he? <laughs> oh yeah. Okay, so you is it's KOBK? Is that a gang? Or is it a, a friend? <laughs> do you call it a friend group? I would. Uh, I don't know that I'd call it a gang. I would absolutely call every single one of them friends, brothers, even. Um, it's just a group of guys that are built a little bit different. Uh, we really don't take shit, and we're here to fucking fight. That's what we want to do is fight. So who all is in KOBK? So it is a moniker that Brett Eisen has used for a very long time. Um, so Brett Eisen, obviously scares the shit out of me. <laughs> like, you know, there's some wrestlers that when they come by, you're excited and want to get a high five from them. I don't know if I'd want a high five from Brett. He looks like he's just too ready to kill when he comes to the <laughs> ring. Well, here, here's what I will say is, is that that, that feeling is very founded. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Brett Eisen just. You know that I'm a, I, let me, I'm going to sidetrack here for just one moment. You know, I was crux wrestling trained. Carrie awful is my wrestling dad. Carrie awful taught me everything I know in wrestling. He got me ready. He's the one that got me into my matches, got me ready for matches. But Brett Eisen and Jesse Butler, righteous Jesse are the guys who taught me how to maneuver wrestling, how to maneuver being on the road, um, how to go out there and say, fuck it, how to go out there and say, fuck it, we're doing it, let's fucking fight, you know. And honestly, from those two, I can believe that. Because the yeah. very first SUP show I went to, <laughs> those that two dog in collar match? Fucking dog collar match. Like, God. What, what do you do when the dog collar breaks? Fucking improvise yep. and smash a keyboard over your buddy's head. <laughs> yeah. Fucking just, just fucking throw a chair so goddamn hard at your friend that... That he immediately had a concussion. <laughs> oh, is that? I don't. I. I mean, I can only assume <laughs> the way that fucking chair bounced off Jesse's head. Uh, <laughs> honest, that's the only match I've seen Jesse wrestle. So that was kind of Jesse will still do death match. Jesse still does death matches. Um, fewer and far between right now because we're in a pandemic, and unlike. A bunch of other people, he he takes it a bit more seriously than. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, listen, I'm not shitting on anybody because obviously I haven't been the most like. Oh yeah, the pandemic because it is serious. The pandemic is real, everyone. I had COVID. Shit's real. Um, he did walk in the front door wearing a mask. Yeah, walks in the front door wearing a mask. It was <laughs> so that that shows you where we're at. Yeah, we're six feet apart. We're six feet apart. Uh, I'm also getting. COVID tests because I'm going out and wrestling because if I, I, I have to know cause I'm not going to intentionally endanger anyone. Um, but, uh, Jesse will still do death matches. In fact, uh, Jesse is one of my best friends. Like I hang out with Jesse outside of wrestling. Like we, we have shared interests. We talk a lot about hardcore music, a lot about VHS tapes, uh, a lot about horror movies, but uh, I'm fucking coming for that ass, and we're gonna do a fucking death match. I want a fucking death match with Jesse. That so this is me putting out into the universe. I want a death match with Righteous Jesse because we're gonna have some fucking fun. Because you hit your family more harder than you hit people you don't know. 
That's true. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> if I thought the keyboard looked bad. <laughs> yeah, wait till there's a, a glass fucking everywhere. <laughs> uh, continue. Oh, okay. so, 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 um, we were talking about who else was in. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was very lost for a second. I was like, okay, I called out Jesse. That was definitely something I need to do. <laughs> um, uh, so Brett Eisen, uh, my tag partner, not uh, no flinch, Nolan Edward, which I have been seeing a lot lately. Uh, I mean, he's fucking everywhere. He's everywhere. He's doing the fucking wrestling. He's he's doing the death matches. He's doing he's doing it like. I'm in the car with him 70% of the time. If I'm not driving to a show by myself, it's a guarantee that Nolan is in the car with me. And we're going fucking places. The other day, your wife posted a photo of you and Nolan eating ice cream. Yeah. And I thought it was adorable. <laughs> because one thing I'm always, uh, I'm always confused by is when I see tough boys... <laughs> Doing soft things. <laughs> doing the world's softest shit. <laughs> <laughs> what else were you doing while you were... We were, you were? Uh, so we were, uh, we were being soft boys and we were eating ice cream. And uh, I think that we were watching... Uh, it was either when we were watching King of the Hill or when we were watching Adam Priest's AEW dark matches. Adam Priest. Uh New South. Uh TWE action. Okay. He's, he's like a he's fucking great. Like like he's an asshole. Don't don't get me wrong. <laughs> Adam Priest, you're a fucking asshole if you hear this. You're a fucking prick. But he's great. But he's also a prick. I you're you're a fucking prick. What uh well, I guess the question I had was, what kind of ice cream were you eating? Oh, I was eating some peanut butter chocolate. That's tough. And, yeah, I think, I mean, I would say it was also a keto ice cream because like, oh, that's it, it's, it's soft as fuck. <laughs> <I'm> a... <laughs> but like, if I'm going to step off my diet, I'm going to step off my diet and uh, then not step completely off my diet like a fucking weirdo. Like everybody else, like my wife and Nolan went all the way the fuck in and said, you know what? Shitty ice cream. Let's get like, what, what's, what's the worst ice cream that I could get right now. And they got like fucking strawberry cheesecake. They were both fucking around with some strawberry cheesecake ice cream. And I was like, no, I would like some keto ice cream. And it tasted like trash, but I still ate all of it. <laughs> does, does bread eat ice cream? Uh, have you ever seen, bread I've never seen ice bread eat ice cream. <laughs> Uh, I've never seen Brett eat ice cream. I don't, I don't, I don't know that he eats ice cream. I don't think he does either. Yeah. It does it like it just, if he does, feel, it doesn't feel on brand. No, no. <laughs> if he ate ice cream, it would be in private. Yeah. Like yeah. That. yeah. <laughs> With the lights off. <laughs> Cause Brett doesn't even want to watch himself eat ice cream. Oh. <laughs> uh. If anyone out in the wild can capture a photo of Brett Ice and eating ice cream, send that my way. Yeah, uh, he'll pay top dollar. Yeah, the, yeah, we're we're wrestling TMZ over here. <laughs> um, but so Nolan, uh, Nolan is is the tag partner. He's he's Kobk uh, Luther X. Um, Luther X is Kobk. He is a guy that I trained with at Crux. I was going to say, isn't he a rival of yours? So me and Lutha have our differences. Me and Lutha, we fight like family. Me and Lutha, we know what each other are capable of, and that's what we expect out of each other. And when we're not doing those things, the relationship with Lutha has a short fuse. I love him, and I will fight for him, and I will fight with him. But if I see Luther do some shit, I'll fuck him up. Just like he would fuck me up if I did the exact same shit. We keep each other accountable. God damn. I don't, <laughs> I don't have any friendships like this. 
that's that is that is my that is my friendship with fucking Luther. My Luther, Luther and I have like Luther was the guy that when I was at Crux, I wanted to be because he was out hitting the roads, he was out doing the wrestling, just being, just being a wrestler, and he was uh, like. I was like, I can't wait to be at that position. I can't wait. I can't wait to be there. And then I got there, and then me and Luther have had our run-ins here and there. And every single time we have run-ins, him and I just seem to always come up opposite each other. And I got problems with shit that he does. He's got problems shit with shit that I do. So we'll just fucking sort it out in a ring that's what we'll do we'll sort it out in a fucking ring and then we'll go back to hugging each other after it's all fucking over but it that's just the nature of me me and luther's relationship uh and uh we can see you and luther on iwtv yes. right which uh, was it an action show or no so no you actually me and luther aren't on aren't on uh IWTV. Me and Luther had a pre-show match at Paradigm, um, where uh, Peyton Paulson was in the match too. But him and I had so much aggression towards each other <laughs> that that we fuck beat the shit out of each other, and it was it was great. I'd cut a we'd we'd been like talking back and forth on social media, and. I cut a pro I cut a, a promo where I told him that uh that he was the guy I wanted to be and that I was coming at him directly through him to get what I wanted. And then he had some shit about I was sitting down and I didn't put enough respect on his name and blah blah blah. So I came in and fucking said his name from the fucking chest. And we beat the shit out of each other. And it was, it was fun. It was fun. It was, <laughs> I think it's what, I think it's what our relationship needed. I think our relationship needed us throwing hands at each other. And then I went, oh, that's my relationship with Lutha. My relationship with Lutha is that we fight. What else do you need? <laughs> I mean, I mean, there's the, the parts where you have meaningful conversations yeah. as well. No, I mean, I yeah. mean, we'll have a meaningful conversation here and there, but for the most part, we just going to fight. <laughs> like if I'm mad about my day and even though that's not Luther's fault and if Luther's mad about his day and that's not my fault, like I can still take out my aggression of my day on Luther and the same goes for me. I think that you, I think everybody needs that person. Like you need that person that you can just go, Hey, this isn't personal. This is, I'm mad at other shit, but you catch the brunt of it. Just like you're mad at other shit and I'll catch the brunt of it. It works. I don't understand how it works, but it works. <laughs> <laughs> Are we ever going to get to that point? I don't, hey. You don't hit civilians? Yeah, I don't hit civilians. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then we have uh, Akira. And we all know about Akira. Akira is the death samurai. He is, I mean, slowly but surely working his way to being a deathmatch legend. God damn, I'm trying to remember who I saw him fight on ICW. Maybe Alex Ocean mm-hmm. or somebody. They were just whoever or actually no, I think it was Akira versus Was it Kogart? No, other Ohio guy. Oh, um the toughest one. No, the tough boy. Uh Who's the tough boy in Ohio? Uh Eric Ryan. Eric Ryan. Eric Ryan is the tough boy. He yeah, he's what he the king of the death match. Something. And then Atticus is the prince. I mean, fuck them all. Fuck, <laughs> fuck Ohio. Fuck all of them. Uh, fuck Ohio for real. <laughs> hey, get you get, like we were we were making jokes the other day about Ohio at Ohio's expense and that and it's uh, get you a girl that looks at you the same way Ohio wrestlers look at Ohio because they <laughs> for some reason think that place is fucking great 
And I've been to Ohio, and Ohio fucking sucks. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I actually went to Ohio on spring break in college once because I wanted to see the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Gross. Yeah, I know. I know. Very. Wait, regret- was Drew Carey there, though? What's that? Was Drew Carey there? No, I ran into Norm Macdonald, though. <laughs> All right, that's cool. <laughs> that, was, that was a highlight. Um, let's see. what It was the only city that's scarier in the day than it was at night. Yep. Uh, well, or the only... I'm sorry, I went to Cleveland. So Cleveland is the only city. That, I can, the only other city that I can think of that is like that is Detroit. Because I've been in Detroit during the day, and you can just see the devastation. <laughs> like at night, it, the, the lights are off, so you can't really see it. But when during the daytime, Detroit felt that same way. I was like, "Oh fuck, oh fuck." <laughs> so, how did you guys uh, meet up with Akira? I he's he's so, a new one to me. So Akira was at the ICW shows, and Nolan and Brett had been working those ICW shows. But Akira is also a reject. And he is also at places like Paradigm, which tends to be a place a lot of us wrestle. And so he just, we just all kind of met together and he just shares a similar viewpoint of wrestling of, of talk less, do more. So, and you, like you said, you've seen some of his death matches. You've seen some of the stuff he's done. He is very much a talk less, do more guy. He really shows what the human body is capable of. <laughs> exactly. How much blood you can lose and keep flying. <laughs> yeah. You know, like. <laughs> right. Where you go. Uh, yeah. It's uh, uh, the fucking, uh, not Life of Brian, but um, uh, Monty Python on the Search for a Holy Grail, where it's like, it's merely a flesh wound. <laughs> you go. <laughs> Is it though? <laughs> he's j- yeah. By the end of the match, he's just a head on the ground biting Eric Ryan's ankles. Yep. And so he's just got that similar mindset. Um, he he wants he wants this. He you know that that is that is the that is one of the things that unites all of us is that we want this. Um, Mose is the other one. Mose, uh, I know. I com- commentator. I was going to say I've heard it. I've heard him on commentary before. Um, just out here grinding. That's what that that is what is going on with Kobk. You're never going to question our work ethic. You might be able to question whether or not we. You can't question whether we're good or not because. Wrestling is subjective. Um, you you might and you might enjoy a match I don't enjoy, or vice versa. That's happened. We've talked about wrestling. There have been times I've enjoyed things that you didn't necessarily like, and there are times that you've enjoyed things that I don't necessarily like. But you're never going to question our grind. We we're built different. We I want this. This is what I want to do forever. And I'm not saying that other wrestlers don't want that. But I'm saying that if you surround yourself with people that all want it, you can only get better. That makes sense. Um, so yeah, that's why we're out. That's we're out here. We're out here fucking fighting. <laughs> Are we ever gonna see like a KOBK versus four four oh H? You know, hey, like you know what? I I I, I I'm down. <laughs> I, there's I mean are we going to see you guys like te- do like, or, you know, maybe you know, like the other thing, six man, maybe, maybe even second gear crew, you know, Ooh. who knows, who knows we, uh, like nothing, nothing set in stone. Uh, we know nothing so far, but if, if opportunities present themselves, we would, I'm not going to lie. Those, those are some matches I would fucking love to see. <laughs> um, once again, I would be a little of affra- like, I don't want to say I would be afraid for you, but it's one of those where it's like, fuck, I really like Mance Warner and AJ Gray. Who do I root for? Hey, you know what? I really like Mance Warner and AJ Gray. I, I really like Matt Justice. I really like Effie. I really like Manders. I really like Levi Everett. 
Is Levi Everett second gear crew? He came out during the oh. the big gay brunch and he's been I mean, he's been running with him for a while. Like he like I don't know that it's ever been officially announced, but it seems like he is, you know. Um, you show up to the party enough times, you, you like show, you're part exactly, of Exactly, <laughs> exactly. So what I would say is, is that I, I like all those guys. I like watching them wrestle. I like how hard-hitting they are. I enjoy, I enjoy watching their matches. But I'd also get in the ring and mix up with them. If they want it, I'm down. Man. <laughs> uh, I can't even imagine having that mindset of being like, no, I could fight that guy. Because I'm ice cream all the time. <laughs> Actually, I'm so soft, I can't even have ice cream. I'm lactose intolerant. <laughs> I mean, uh, listen, listen, little, uh, little, little window into my world. I'm also lactose intolerant. <laughs> But that's what happens. It that's what happens as you get older. You just go, oh, my body is just rejecting milk now. Cool. <laughs> oh my god. So you, uh, yeah, you can't have milk, and you're you're scarred up from light tubes. Yep. That's well, yeah. That's that. Uh, that that that's the goal. <laughs> continue to not have milk, and continue to get more scars from light tubes. Continue I, to get more scars from going through doors and. Fuck hairs and what what the fuck ever. Because you know what? I'll tell you this. I I can honestly sit here and say I was terrified walking into that death match. Terrified. Because I had no idea. But Jesse had the greatest line ever to me. And he said, I'm a little bit concerned about you going into this death match. And I said, why? You're like, me too. Because uh, I, I, well, I knew why I was terrified. <laughs> I didn't know why he was terrified. And he said, because I think if you do this death match, you're going to love it. And he was 1,000% right. It was, it was so much of what, so much adrenaline through the whole thing. Like, you don't have time to think about, oh, I've lost a substantial amount of blood out of my head because now I'm just in a fight. And it was so much fun. I had a blast doing that deathmatch. Did you take any light tubes in preparation for the deathmatch? You just, the first one's in the ring. Yep, first one's in the ring. And the second it hits you, does that adrenaline just fucking... Uh, I, the first one that hit me i was like oh that's different that was my first thought was is oh that's different and then because we just traded light tubes at the beginning i hit john wayne murdoch and then john wayne murdoch hit me and as soon as he hit me i was like it, it just peaked my adrenaline like it was immediately here we go. Like I'm in. Like like that first light tube was like I'm in now. It's interesting how you can be afraid of a lot of things, specifically in wrestling, as far as matches go, and like doing certain things in wrestling. Um, and how a death match will change your view on everything. Where I go. Oh, so I was scared of all of this because this is fun. This is kind of what I've been looking for. Not, now, not to say that I'm going to be a thousand death matches, but I'm never going to turn one down either. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I want to see you and Jesse fuck each other up. I cannot wait. <laughs> well, hey, I put it out in the universe now, so. It's got to happen. So now somebody's got to do it, even if I have to do it myself. <laughs> I'll just drive over to Jesse's house and fucking throw, throw a light tube to, into his hand and we'll just go. We'll just go. We'll just fucking walk through his house and break shit over each other. Oh. But yeah. 
Sorry, I just saw a man in purple running through my neighbor's yard. Awesome. He's what gone now. Doing? Should we go find out what he's doing? It's a fucking wrestler in here, man. <laughs> it's wrong neighborhood. <laughs> hey, bro, wrong neighborhood. <laughs> Nick Gage almost stayed here once. <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember if I told that story on here or if I. I want to say you did tell the story on here. It's oh. hard to remember because it's been so long since we've done a show. Yeah, I mean, be, it, there's also a very good chance that you haven't. And, and everybody's like, what? And we just talk enough to yeah. where. <laughs> uh, long story short, Nick Gage got stranded in Nashville, sent him an Instagram. He said he needed help. I sent him an Instagram message that I live right near the airport and have uh, an open room. He did not respond. And it felt like uh, grade school all over again. Like inviting, <laughs> I invited somebody too cool over for a sleepover and got denied. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I think I think that if Nick Gage, I think that if Nick Gage hadn't figured anything out, or if they had whatever, I'm I'm almost would guarantee that Nick Gage would be like, I appreciate you, brother. I'll be over. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I would have given him whatever he needed. Yeah, white claws, marijuana, like whatever, whatever. whatever. <laughs> if he needed me to go out and find anything else, <laughs> I w I would look for whatever he needed. <laughs> Like he has like some like super weird ice cream like yeah. <laughs> like what <laughs> he needs like a very specific color of M and M's uh, yeah <laughs> I'm here for him yep absolutely I'm absolutely here. oh man but yeah uh it's it's been it's been a wild ride like like I don't really sit back and reflect on wrestling but now that you and I have started talking about it. Like I did the podcast and I wasn't even fully trained yet. You had just started. I had been, yeah, I'd have been training for like maybe, maybe at most six months. Okay. Like at most. And I had started training and kind of came on and, and talked about how, you know, how training was going, how I got into wrestling, you know, all of that. And now I'm sitting here, you know, Almost two years later. Is it weird that I think you've gotten taller? Uh, you look like a larger man than you were <laughs> back then. Hey, you know what? Uh, uh, I'm going to say no. Hey, I have gotten taller. You know, He's, I hit that 35-year-old growth spurt. <laughs> <laughs> I've gotten taller. I've gotten wiser. Uh, yeah. More scars. <laughs> yep, more scars. Hey, uh, yeah, scars make you taller, I guess. <laughs> That's the secret. Yeah, it's interesting to think like, because I probably, I stopped counting matches. I stopped counting matches, I think, after my 13th match. Like, and I was like, okay, I'm just going to go out and do this. And my 13, 13th match was my last match of 2019. And I've had... Probably, I don't know, probably 40 to 50 since then, I would say. It, that feels like a lot. Honestly, that feels like a lot. But at the same time, I was wrestling on a weekly show at one point, and... I mean, I, you're I, sitting here with a fucking title. Yeah. I mean... Are we allowed to talk about the title? I mean, we can. Uh, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I won the heavyweight championship for EWA. And uh, they're not running right now. <laughs> and that isn't a pandemic problem. <laughs> mm. So, I mean, it's, it was cool that a company put the bell, like, like thought, thought enough of me to be like, we're going to give you a title match. I actually won it in a casket match. What the fuck? Yeah, I won it in a casket match. You see so few of those. <laughs> yeah. I can maybe name three. Yep. And they just they they did uh they did their own Halloween havoc and they were like hey casket match and I was like cool cool <laughs> very into this idea <laughs> um but yeah it's been I mean I've still got a long way to go but it's been interesting to see 
as long as you stay motivated, uh, you can make shit happen in wrestling. Like, it's just a matter of getting better, getting reps, and showing up at fucking everything. Like, going, accepting the fact that no weekend is your weekend anymore. Like, I'm not just going to fucking sit at home with my feet kicked up and be like, oh, you know what? I think at, like, noon I'm going to run to the record store. I don't get to do that anymore. But that's okay. Like, I've chose this. I've chose wrestling. So technically, I guess it is like me kicking up my feet and being like, oh, I'm a wrestler now. But at the same time, like... You never get to kick the feet up. Yeah, I just don't get to kick the feet up. Unless I'm in, like, a spacious locker room (laughs) and nine times out of ten those locker rooms are not spacious (laughs) i mean when you're running with like the group of guys that you are yeah you have to stay motivated right yep i mean yep because uh if you don't stay motivated you fall by the wayside people specifically in wrestling people forget very quickly who you are um because there's always another match there's always another show there's always another 20 wrestlers on a different show that want that want that popularity that everybody wants that popularity like regardless of whether you're a guy who wrestles 52 weekends a year 50 how many weekends 52 52 I th- that I th- sounds I th- right I, th- I thought that sounded right if, whether you're wrestling 52 weekends a year or you're wrestling 16 weekends a year um you everybody wants that popularity you want you want everybody wants to have the best match on a show everybody wants to have that and have I had the best match on a show yet? I don't know. Um, because wrestling's subjective. Uh, but I haven't felt that for myself yet. So I'm going to keep going till I have that feeling. Till I'm like, okay, I really liked that match. Because rarely, if ever, do I feel like I like the matches that I'm in. Like I'm ah oh, fuck, I wish I would have done I wish I would have done this or I wish I would have done that or fuck, I wish I would have, you know, told a different story. But you know, like that comes with time, I guess. You know, it's just fucking takes forever. Well, I know with <laughs> um like when I did stand up, you would go to somewhere to do a, a set and you've got a line of comedians behind you that do not want to see you succeed. Yep. Is wrestling the, the same way I don't, or is the locker room a little more welcoming? Where- I would say that I think that is, I think that is based upon the people that you surround yourself with um, and the locker rooms that you'll put yourself in. Um. Now, I'm not saying that this is the best way to handle this, but I'm saying that this is the way I've chosen to handle this. Um, I don't really want to work for promoters or companies that employ shitbags. If you have a shitbag in your locker room and you're very okay with that shitbag being there, then I don't want to work for your company. I don't have a fu- I don't have a lot of time for you. I I have the I have the benefit of being 35 years old in wrestling. Like I was a full-grown adult before I got into wrestling. So chasing fame isn't is important, but it's not my first priority. My first priority is being able to sleep at night and being willing to work with somebody who allows shitty things to happen and doesn't call it out. Uh, I don't want to work for your company. I don't want to make you money. 
Like I don't, I don't want to, I don't want, I don't want your money as much as I don't want if I do become a draw to make you money because you don't deserve it. You get the fuck out. Like, like stop being shit bags. Get the fuck out of wrestling. If you're a shit bag, get the fuck out of wrestling. Like it's, it's that fucking simple. Like it's not hard to be a good person. <laughs> this like last couple years in wrestling has made it seem like it is. Uh, and, and I would agree with that. And, and that's, and that's, that's kind of on wrestling. That's kind of on. I feel like wrestling has been doing a little better job though of weeding that out. Yes, I would agree. I think that, I think that we're now in a position where, cause wrestling never really felt like it was touched by movements like this. Like it, it didn't really feel like it was touched by the me too movement. Um, until speaking out. But what I would say is that I wish that would have happened 10 years ago because I mean, it's still important 10 years later, but if it would have happened 10 years ago, there would have been less, you know, there would have been less in the sense of people being offended upon. Um, it's just like, it's not, it's not the prettiest part of wrestling, but knowing that I, well, again, I'll, I'll put it on me, knowing that I can sleep at night by picking and choosing where I'll work um, helps me think, helps me, Makes me feel good that I can try to help companies that give a shit. Like, that's why I work for the people that I work for is because I get, I truly do give a shit about the places that I choose to wrestle. I, I give a shit about, you know, as an example, I give a shit about Paradigm. I give a shit about Sub. I give a shit about action. I give a shit about TWE. I give a shit about all these different companies I've worked for because they're also trying to be the change they want to see. You know, they're Just not being better people, yes. being good to the fans, being Exactly. Being good to the talent. Like like recognizing that that and let me, I'll say on the record right now, if there are any other wrestlers, any fans listening that are at a show with KOBK members on it, and you have an issue, come to us. Come to us. Because we'll make sure that shit stops. And I think that wrestling needs more of that. You guys are like the enforcers of pro wrestling. <laughs> hey, you know what? Uh, uh, you said it. <laughs> I didn't. <sighs> I want to see more KOBK like team up matches. So that's a, me. Hey, you know what? Me too. <laughs> I'd like to see a Survivor Series type match, like uh, you know, uh, you know, some sort of five on five. That'd be cool. That'd be real cool. That'd be damn cool. <laughs> KOBK, just great for merch, too. Yeah, it's just great for merch. Yeah. Because you just fucking... It's kill or be killed. Like, like it is exactly what it is. We're not going... Like... We're not going out to the ring. I'm either going out to win, or you're going to have to merc me. Like, I'm either winning this match, or I'm passing out. Like, that's it. I, it. It's full bore, foot on the floor. Like, just, I, yeah, I can hear that the transmission's broke. I can, yeah, I can absolutely hear that this transmission's broke. I don't care. I don't care. I'm riding until the fucking wheels fall off. Do you have anybody that you're hoping to wrestle this year? 
like anybody that like what are your your goals for 2020 what are your new year's resolutions what were my my wrestling new year's resolutions yeah uh, your resolutions my resolute <laughs> my resolutions uh my resolutions uh i've been looking i mean I've, i mentioned the one about jesse but but other ones are uh i've been looking at you o'shea edwards holy shit looking directly at you o'shea edwards uh this is me fucking around i think that i think that you remember that i think that you remember when i was telling you that uh i wanted to fuck around to find out uh so o'shea edwards um jeremiah plunkett is another person that just seems to be talking about me and i and i'd love to have a match with that man okay um uh, Reed Bentley, I would like to have a death match with you if you're interested. <laughs> um, he says with hard eyes. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm trying to think of. Uh, I K- Carrie uh, said something about my trial by fire. He put, made it a a tweet about my trial by fire, and and I responded with bring him out. But the people that he mentioned in that were Derek Neal, Reed Bentley, Cabana Man Dan, uh, O'Shea Edwards, and possibly Thrash Justice. So Matt Justice. Jesus Christ. Um, which I would absolutely wrestle every single one of them. Let's do it. Let's do it. I, I haven't, I'm brand new enough in wrestling that I, I guess you could say I haven't gotten my ass beat enough. So come beat my ass if you think you can. You're not ready for Suzuki, but you'll fucking try. <laughs> I would fucking, yeah. yeah. Uh, Suzuki is absolutely gonna murk me. <laughs> but I'm gonna flip him off the entire time. <laughs> if you just got the the right shot in yeah yeah that's right uh i re- wrestling is a game of seconds one two three that's all i need that's all i need you don't need more than three seconds so if i can catch you on the right three seconds uh that's a w for me Uh, are you uh are you still watching wrestling like other than like do you still get enjoyment out of like tuning into anything or is it more game tape so i would say that the things that i get the the wrestling i get enjoyment out of now are things that are 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 different than what i used to watch um, I'd never seen, I I've got IWTV. And so I watch, I watch a lot of independence. I watch a lot of shows that my friends are on and what shows should we be checking out right now? Cause I know a lot of listeners do have IWTV. And so if none of you have been watching riptide wrestling, you really, you're doing yourself a disservice by not watching riptide wrestling. It is so much fun. There's no commentary, but it's all shot cinematically. And it's fucking amazing. Like, like the, they've, I, I mean, they've got to have 12 camera angles for every match. And it's just, it's such a good show to watch. Like that, I get enjoyment out of that. Because that isn't just wrestling. That is also the look of things, the feel of things. So I can just sit back and be a fan of Riptide. Um, Who are some names on there that uh, Cara Noir, um, Pac has been on. I'm trying to think who else. Uh, Trevette and his fucking asshole friends. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, I mean, there's. I mean, it, there. It's. Right now, I'm I'm drawing a blank because, but I mean they've had like the besties or have been on there. Uh, Sue Young has been there. It, I, they've got some like 
established riptide talent, but they also bring in people. And it's, I, I, it's so much fun. Just go watch it. Just go watch Riptide Wrestling. I'll do it tonight. I know. I want everybody to watch it so I have things to talk about with other people. Because <laughs> <laughs> I watch a lot of Riptide Wrestling. Uh, I watch a lot of Riptide. I watch... I watch most of the ICW shows because, again, that's friends and stuff. But I'm also, like, very much into just watching ICW. Like, I'm very much into the Pit Fighter stuff. I'm very much into the No Holds Barred stuff. It's... It's different. It's different. It, the Pit Fighter stuff specifically feels different. It just feels like they've essentially said, hey, these two gentlemen are going to have a fight. And, and it, especially when they're in the bloodshed. Yeah. Like when it's, they're in, yep. like it's just literally a pit. Yeah. It's just a pit. And they're just go, Hey, these two gentlemen are going to have a fight and we'll see what happens. Don't get me wrong. I like when they have a cage in Florida. Yeah. 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 However, <laughs> that bloodshed though, <laughs> that bloodshed looks like a place I want to want to travel to. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I would also like to travel to the bloodshed. <laughs> Both of us for different reasons. <laughs> right, 100%. I get to go enjoy you would a like hot to watch. dog. <laughs> I would like I would like to get my ass kicked and kick ass. <laughs> um yeah, I watch a lot of the ICW stuff. Um I I'm trying to think of what what like the last couple shows that I've watched. I've been like I watch a lot of AEW. Uh, I've been watching the the Impact a, uh, AEW stuff because it's really fun. Like that's something that I can take myself completely out of because I was fans of the guys that are doing that before I was a wrestler. So I can just kind of okay, I'm slipping back into fan mode. I'm gonna watch AEW stuff. Um, I'm not gonna lie, I got the Impact pay per view over the weekend. How was it? They charged me $40 for it. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't get me wrong. There's just so much wrestling right now. That is a lot. That is a lot for a fucking show. You're absolutely right. And so that that is, and I don't mean this. I don't mean it as like, this isn't a fucking hot take. Um, it's hard to stand out right now. Like, even in a pandemic. It is difficult to stand out. I mean, when I can watch these ICW shows on uh, on, yeah. on IWTV, right? GCW is charging me thirteen bucks for a show that is like nine times out of ten amazing, right? Speaking of which, are you going to watch Fight Forever? Oh fuck yeah! I'm going to uh, stay up twenty four hours. <laughs> hey, same. <laughs> oh, I've I've got to. I've got to. That just seems like something that uh, it's too good to not just do it for the sake of doing it and maybe record throughout. Yep, absolutely. Just pop in and out. Hey, yeah. this just happened. This just, <laughs> you got to get on YouTube and check this out. Like, you know, that's amazing that they're doing that. Yep. And what I've also learned through that is how many fucking wrestling podcasts there are. When I see all of them that are sponsoring yep. the show. Like, oh my God. It's like, I've got to fucking get out there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, I, I mean, I, yeah, I intend to watch the, I, I intend to watch the fight forever, um, from wherever I am in the world. Um, but, but that's, I mean, yeah, the fact that they're going out of their way to make sure that the, that the wrestlers are paid the fact that yes, it has, it has affected a lot of people's ability. Now I, I can honestly say like, am I a full-time wrestler? Absolutely. Like if there's a show, I'm going like if, if there's, if there's a show, if somebody's booking me, I'm going and I would love for it to be my full-time job. But that's, that's the, that's the goal. Like to live off wrestling. Um, but there's some people that just haven't been able to make as much money because they are full-time wrestlers because I mean, we shut down for three months. I mean, at least, and then the only shows that were really coming back had limited spots and it was like limited crowds, limited, limited crowd, limited everything. Every, yeah. So, so, and all that translates to limited money and, and that makes all the sense in the world because 
we've got to get through this as the world needs to get through this pandemic. This isn't just a wrestling problem. This is a everyone this problem. Is, this is all of us. It's everybody's in this. And um, I just, I'm really happy that, that, that they're doing something for those guys that, that didn't, that did miss out on quite a bit of money this year. You know, that, you know, there, there are people that you, at the end of 2019, you thought this is their year, that the next year is their year. And some of those people didn't work all year because they were on the cusp. They were on the cusp of being wrestling household names. And it just didn't happen because the whole, this whole next year, it was, hey, we should probably <laughs> stick to the, uh, uh, as TLC would say, stick to the rivers and lakes that we're used to. <laughs> <laughs> is Fight Forever taking place from one venue or is it? Just, I'm not terribly sure. It seems I like a thing that's being Philly, broadcast from around, I know that right? Philly, uh, yeah, because you don't want to have as as they're starting to release information about it. It kind of seems like the same ideology as the collective. Like it is several different shows. So my assumption would be now I don't know, but my assumption would be that it's going to be from different venues. It, I mean, for 24 hours of wrestling it's got to be boom 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 yeah like unless that's too much fucking broken glass for one place unless they've got one venue and they've got (laughs) 24 rings (laughs) (laughs) which would be kind of cool to see but i don't think that's what the the situation is i mean that, that but that would be i think i hope that that's i hope that's the case too yeah i have no idea though um, and I just when I see all the different companies that are getting added into it, mm-hmm. it's just getting more and more exciting. And honestly, who spends more money on stuff than pro wrestling fans? You, so it's time for those fucking fans to throw money yeah. just straight at the wrestlers. If you're going to fight forever, buy every piece of merch that you've kind of thought by, about buying. <laughs> yeah. If you're like, ah, that's something that I might want. Just buy it. Like. Like worst case scenario, you don't like it, and then you just you sell it on Mercury. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it's it's definitely one of those things. Like Fight Forever, something I'm very much looking forward to for as as a as a fan. I'm looking forward to Fight Forever for that. Um, Trying to think of the other things that uh, I'm looking very much forward to. There's a match coming up at Action. Uh, I don't know when this is going to get released, but uh, on February 12th, we're going to see Mr. No Flinch, Nolan Edward versus uh, Anthony Henry, one half of the Workhorseman. And, and did I see that was his last independent and his match? His last independent match because apparently he's got a report to somewhere. And, uh, but, but I think that that, I think that that match is going to be something special. Like as a fan, this is something that you're like, as a fan. Okay. So I'm never going to have a completely unbiased opinion, (laughs) (laughs) but if I can access the most out of my unbiased opinion, I think that match is going to be something special. I think that that match, I think that match is going to be something special for both of them. Um, because, you know, Anthony's last independent pro wrestling match and just another match for Nolan Edwards. But Nolan hasn't forgotten that it's Anthony's last match. Um, I, I, man, there's it. There's just something in the air there that I, I cannot wait to see. 
<laughs> Honestly, I am excited for the whole KOBK cruise 2021 at this point. Same. <laughs> fucking same. Yeah, yeah, fucking same. We're 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 fucking out here doing the wrestles. Uh well, thanks for coming by, man. I saw that we we've been going over an hour. Like it's probably about time. Hell yeah! Now we can just drink white claws. Now, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> the part that we've been waiting for all night. Absolutely. Uh, well, seriously, thanks for coming by. I Absolutely. hope uh, you stop by again, and and uh, we'll we'll do this. Absolutely, we'll, we'll drink white claws, Always. chat wrestling. Always. Maybe maybe we can do like a watch along or something sometime. Sounds great. We Actually, can. Hey, you know what? Maybe uh, maybe we could do like. We could even do a watch along with one of my matches. And then that way we could like, I can break it down in real time. Perfect. I think that's kind of fun. Let's do that. All right. All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. I never do anything with our social medias. Derek was always in charge of that. <laughs> but if you want to follow us on, in, on Twitter, we're at wrestle hangout. We're at predetermined podcast on Instagram. I am at Gartet on social media. Do you want to plug anything? Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, on Twitter, I am at Hardway Heater. That is H A R D W A Y H E E T E R. Um, I'm on Instagram as Hardway Heater, and you guys can't have my personal accounts because I'm a selfish bitch. <laughs> That's fine. Get on IWTV, find Hardway oh. Heater matches. Also, yeah, watch out for content coming through IWTV. I may or may not be on some shows coming up. Who knows? I'm everywhere and nowhere at the same time. New matches being added all the time on IWTV. <laughs> not sponsored. Not, Just not promoting a good bit. thing. Just promoting <laughs> a good thing. All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Hit our goddamn music. <laughs>